Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Yes! Oh my God, we're back in studio. Can you even believe it? We made it back. Oh my God. Hit me with the beat. The beats are all hit me with the beats. The teddy beats. Okay. Sarah from Hey It's a podcast. Hey. Not a cast pod. Hey. Every day she'll make you say, Oh my God. She's got the scoop. Fun pop culture news. So grab a drink. It ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. Welcome to the Hey Fresh podcast. We are back in Washington, D.C., where we podcast uh, like nine times out of ten. Uh, 
rarely on time. Eight out of ten, rarely on time. Uh, we are back in studio after going to storming of Area 51. It was an epic past week. We were also in Los Angeles. We were filming a documentary with this awesome documentary crew. I don't even know like Richard's like last name. Do you? I don't even know the documentary group. Do you? Neither do I. Oh, no, no. I We did look him up. We tried to find his LinkedIn profile. Like his, We actually tried to find that he was like legit. Oh, we did some research? We did like an ounce of research. Okay. And we, we found a LinkedIn profile. It looked like he had a good history of, of, uh, of professional life. Um, yeah, we went with it. You know, that's never really stopped us. You know, uh, is it professional? Is it not? We don't know. You know, shove a camera in our face. We're ready to go. <laughs> that's basically it. You want to film us? Okay, fine. Uh, so anyway, we're going to do a complete recap of Storming of Area 51. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, along with my co-host, AJ, in studio. Um, we got back late Friday night. It was an epic trip. We're going to tell you about the people that we met who are believers of aliens. Uh, we went viral a couple of times. We were on the cover of uh, one of the main posts for Daily Mail. Um Time Magazine, LA Times. We actually made the rounds. I mean, we were out and about in our alien costumes, really. You could not miss us. I think that's kind of what was really good. We got yeah. those alien costumes. Not as many people dressed up. And I was really surprised. And I think we made a splash, if you will. Yeah, a couple of people put like <laughs> tinfoil hats on their heads. That was it. Oh, yeah. Really, that, really creative. That was their idea of dressing up. The rest of it, no. We had our ass and tits out. Yeah, we had our ass and tits out. It was great. Um, and then I also, there's some really wild stories going around, too. How is it possible that a mom who is pregnant, her baby tests positive? She's like seven months pregnant. The baby tests positive for meth, but she has never done meth. It's an insane story. I, I we have to like, talk about something that. Something she's eating or something. Yeah, that sounds crazy. The Emmys were last night. Emmys. Did you watch? I did watch. I watched the red carpet. Saw okay. Jenny McCarthy getting just trashed left and right for her uh, <laughs> her red carpet. And at one point, Jenny McCarthy oh. and Gwyneth Paltrow were like, she was interviewing Gwyneth Paltrow, and people were like, "Oh my god!" Just the vortex of misinformation, like constant misinformation. And we're to one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we also give out a lot of misinformation, but thankfully, we're not on an anti-vaxer campaign. Yes. But they, people were just basically trolling uh, Jenny McCarthy the entire time. I'm sure. But as an anti-vaxxer, you've got to be prepped for that because that's just like constant. Here's my question. Like, why are the red carpets now so subdued? Like, is it because the people, like the average American that watches it doesn't want people to be excited? None of them get excited anymore about the celebrities. It's like, oh, hey, Catherine Zeta-Jones. I'm like, if I was standing with Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Beta-Jones, I'd be like, oh. Oh, my God. You guys are Hollywood royalty. Like, will Hollywood royalty continue to exist? Like, no. I mean. No, I, I completely agree. I think it is really chill these days. Everybody's just uh, No one seems pills. to give two Fs. Yes. Why is everyone so subdued? Well, is it just our culture or nobody's excited anymore? We're kind of just like jaded by everything. Like nothing. Ex- I, I get excited over jelly beans. Like, I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? We both are excited. That's what hire us. Okay. What we're really getting at here is hire us for the red carpet. Yeah, I really want to redo a red carpet show because they're we so should. boring now. Well, who's our girl? Why am I having a mind blank? Um, uh, Julianne Rancic? And, well, no. well, yes. And she used to get excited. You know, she had you know bouts she with the health and she's but, back. Yeah, but now it doesn't seem like uh even she's that excited about it. So I don't know if that's just because she's over E or mm. I kind of get the vibe though that E like they don't want you to, they want you to just be professional and like, oh, like How amazing. Lame. And I don't know. There's probably a lot of politics behind the scenes. Like celebrities won't come over to you unless maybe you're nice. I don't know. We would be nice. We would just be like excited, but in a tasteful way. I want to trash people to their face though. I mean, why not? 
Well, I would make fun of the fashion. Like, and what do we got with this get up here? Did we think this was going to be a winner? Like, I that's know. how. That's as yeah. far as I would go. I Billy think. Billy Porter, here we go again. Oh God! I mean, <laughs> I loved the look, but it's just like, of course, we're expecting that. It's like, <laughs> I oh, do what too. do we have this time? I actually like his looks. I really do. Of course, you, yeah. So who it's are like you? something different. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He always does it outside the box. Yeah, he really he does. does. Looks. And uh, Mandy Moore was amazing. She looked fabulous. I loved it, which made me think of your dress that you took a picture of. It's like a photo shoot you took with your brother, Seth. And it's literally the two-tone, same color dress. Oh, yes. Okay, the two-tone pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I had a memory of that. And I think you should bring that dress back. It's the season's colors. Okay, well, I think I do still own that dress. You do. Yeah, I'll bring that out. I know what's in her closet and she doesn't. It's it's funny to me, actually. I'm like, bring that out. (laughs) Bring it on out. Uh, I mean, that was basically it for the Emmys, really. Amelia Clark. I have a new impression for her. And she's the best dressed. Did you like her dress? What's your Amelia Clark impression? Well, it's not done yet, but it's the mother of dragons. She is the mother of dragons. It was like a plunging neckline, just covered each boob. It was navy blue. I think it was like a forest green. Oh, forest green. Okay, okay. Navy blue is right. Our intern is saying navy blue is right. They're giving us a Marcus, should this thing... He's just agreeing with you. It was navy blue. No, it was not. I'm searching this right now. I know my colors. <laughs> you know what? Everything is. How are you feeling? Everything is irking me today. You are your irk today. You have your, what is it? These blue blocker glasses on? What yes, yes. They came in the mail. This is for my AOC impression. And they came in the mail and I got super excited. And I was like, why don't I wear them? They look great on you. Well, thank you. They don't do a damn thing. Okay, but they're supposed no. to also like protect help you from, with... from blue light, right? Like your phones and your tablets. But after a long time, yeah, I feel like blackest. my eyes hurt more than if I just looked at my phone straight on. Well, look up Amelia Clark. Uh, the Game of Thrones cast was good last night. I was kind of disappointed. Uh, when they see us, I wanted to win a lot more, which is the Ava DuVernay um, yes. limited series about the Exonerated Five, initially known as the Central Park Five. Now they like to be referred to as uh, the Exonerated Five, which I don't blame them. I thought that would have gotten a lot more. It seemed as though, like, I mean, has anyone heard of Fleabag or something? I is actually it Fleabag haven't. or Fleabox? Yeah, Fleabag. And I, I was, were you surprised? Never heard of lot? it. I had not heard of it either. I didn't give one damn. And Chernobyl has anyone watched Chernobyl? Who cares? It seems like a dismal film, and I also <laughs> missed that one as well. <laughs> I didn't watch Chernobyl because all of the previews, it was just all in gray. It just looked like, you know, obviously it was a radiation blow-up, and it just looked like this dismal radiation blow-up. I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit for eight series. Honestly, I've got enough problems. I want to see happy and fake stuff. And then, did anyone try to watch Escape from Denny Mora or whatever? <laughs> no. Okay, that was like the worst crap, too. That was that woman who was like hated her husband in upstate New York who helped two like hard criminals escape and they were both like making love to her and convinced her that they were in love with her it was so bad like it was just so slow and that got like numerous ones so we're surprised by all the winners this year I'm always surprised by the winners. I don't even understand the Academy. They picked the worst. I was glad RuPaul won. When they see us it was the one actor. Marcus who is the one actor the one actor that you you actually met briefly or whatever he won for when this is us when they see us. Jarell Jurey He's the, he's Jure. one of the kids in Moonlight. So you remember how? Did you see Moonlight? Barry Jenkins Moonlight. No. It was the Oscar winner a couple yes, years ago yeah, when there was, was all the Oscar confusion and whatever. Yes. And it tracked the story of these two men from like being young boys to being men, and it was told in three parts. He was one of the guys in the middle, like okay. when they're teenagers. He was one of the guys in the middle. Okay. He was uh the the non protagonist, the other guy, Kevin. He played Kevin. Teenage Kevin in Moonlight. Then he was the guy who goes to jail 
in When They See Us, and he won Best Actor in a Limited Series. But he's, like, young. He's, like, my age. He's, like, 22. And he oh. went to high school with my ex-girlfriend. Oh, that's yeah. how you knew him. Okay, uh-huh. got She it. really didn't like him in high school. Really? Uh-huh. Why? Well, I just think he was incredibly talented and, and knew it, you know? Well, oh, so I gotta kind of say, he seems yeah. sort of arrogant, I thought, even in his acceptance speech. I, I kind of thought. I mean... You know, that, like, he eventually got around to dedicating his Emmy to the Exonerated Five, but that was, like, after a long, you know, kind of uh, long roundabout thing about how in love he was with his mom and, oh, my (laughs) God, my mom. And then, like, just, you know, oh, by the way, thank you, Ava and the Exonerated Five. It's like, yeah. And they were there. lived through hell. They were there in the audience. The real guys. And they, like, stood up and stuff. And that was pretty cool. I couldn't believe I was disappointed. I mean, those guys have been in jail. They were in jail for years. Their lives were ruined for something they didn't do. How about bring them on fucking stage for a sec? Like, give the guys, like, a moment. He didn't give one shit. He was like, thank you so much. Talk my about- mom. I'm so in love with my... I should be in the Bronx right now with my mom, hanging out with my mom. I love my... Alright, what's going on with you and your mom? Talk about a series that is not gonna make you happy when you watch it. Oh, when they see us? Yeah. Yeah, but that one, it was really good. Everybody should see that. (laughs) Yeah, but that one was was reality, and that's like a real story, okay? (laughs) Escape from Denny Mora. Who cares? I mean... Ben Stiller directed that. He was like the executive producer and director of that. It was slow. It wasn't that great. They boned her forever before she released them. It's like, come on. Like, how many times can they bone her before? Like, look, we know what's going to happen. This could have been done in one series. They bone, they bone, they bone. Finally, she releases them. She's unhappy in her marriage. We get it. There's my take. There's your take on that. So that was the recap of the Emmys, and then the Kardashians got booed. <laughs> I enjoyed that fully. Yeah, I did too. What, uh, who's this? Uh, um, Michelle Williams' gender pay gap speech. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch that one. Well, I just knew uh, Michelle Williams is friends of Busy Phillips, and I am a Busy Phillips stan. So I just saw this, but uh, I wasn't sure if you were able to catch that. I, I don't know anything. The last speech I saw was Patricia Arquette. Essentially, you know, her, her sister, who is trans, passed away. And she was basically just saying, please, you know, hire trans people. Trans individuals are people. They deserve work. And that was very moving. I thought that was really good. Well, that's right on time. Euphoria, although it's a 2019, it's going to be judged next year. But everybody was like super excited. They're like, oh, Euphoria can't win any awards this season. But it will next year for sure. But that was a huge I don't know. movement for like the trans because. Uh, that has a trans character in it. It yeah. has a trans character. Right. I've started watching, but it's very hard to get through. Is it? I think it's an easy watch. Really? Although it scares me. I mean, we've talked about this so much, but like it does scare me a little bit because you're like, oh my God, I can never send my kid to high school. I know. As someone who's trying to have a kid, I'm like, oh my God, please tell me this is not what kids are doing, right? Uh, you're going to have to very homeschool. disturbing. You know what? Leave the kid to me. I'll teach him a few things. Oh, okay. Great. Great. <laughs> Um, our, our guest, Dr. Clark, just uh, walked in. We're going to have a guest, too. Um, we've been we've been partnering with Inova Health all month long and Act on Addiction, um, which is just a really, really great organization um, all about helping people who are battling addiction and then also families and loved ones. It's so hard to go through. So we're going to have him talk later on in the show. But um, aside from that, you know, just to wrap up the Emmys, the big moment that a lot of people loved was the Kardashians came on stage, Kim Kardashian and Kendall, and essentially were saying they were presenting the reality, a reality, reality character. Yeah. Category. Right. And they were saying, well, we understand the power of like real people telling real stories. And then everyone burst out laughing. 
Which, if they had any sense, I think they would know that they need to, like, be jokey about it. It's totally sarcastic. And they need to go up and be like, <laughs> unscripted real life. You know they what I mean? And then laugh. caught off guard. Well, Kendall totally was the one guard. that was like, why is everyone laughing at us? I-, I enjoyed it. I watched it over and over and over again. <laughs> it's now my background of my phone. Just the face of fear. She almost shit herself. It was great. It was. That was pretty funny. So, there were the Emmys. I, I enjoy like- watching a little bit, but... Oh, yeah, just to stay on, you know, on with the uh, the pop culture. But our lives, honestly, have been own reality show. I wish we were recorded the entire trip because, well, not only we did, a, we were a great pair. Oh, my God. We you were a in a room together. to travel with. Oh, I love you for saying that. I now I, I, I was good, though. Right. Like I, I only went out one night. And yeah, we, were too were ti- we were too tired to go out anyways. We had been, you know, we we're doing early morning interviews, but we started in L.A. And we tried to social media as much as we could, but like we can only social media so much. Started well, in that I, way. you know, it's hard for me because I've stopped drinking because, you know, I'm trying to have a, I'm trying to get pregnant. So yeah, I kind of put a damper on the week. That's kind of. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> smoking. I'm not drinking. I'm not participating in any, you know, anything. So uh, I am very, you know, there's not much for me to do. There's not much for me to go, you know, as far as like going out, you know. Right. OK, Marcus, just be sure to duck. I love our intern, and then, but every time he walks by the camera's full head, like, and I'm always like, okay, Doug, and then he never does. So it's just cut-ins of our intern crossing the cameras. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, because we met a lot of people, a lot of people want to check out the podcast. So we also stream simultaneously the podcast on YouTube on Hey Frage every Monday and Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time when we're here, but we're traveling more and more. So uh, we'll see how the show evolves, but it's really funny. We have two amazing interns. Um, but Marcus like never likes to dock. It's just, <laughs> just is so funny. Anyway, well, it's funny because it is right in um like boob chest height, right? So, right. Like <laughs> when you're walking right past it, yeah, it's it falls right into that. So what was the highlight? You know, we went out to storming of Area 51. We did go viral on a couple of occasions. Yeah, that so was super fun. We were on the cover. A lot of you guys messaged us. Um, Daily Mail ran the story of people descending on Rachel Nevada. We were like the front cover picture. Getty Images took a photo. Uh, it was in Time Magazine. It was like all over. Okay. And then you were, then they picked up your um, Kardashian impression, I think, or something at a Las Vegas television yeah. station. It was super random. I, 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 he just wanted to use my picture, so I was like, "Yeah, of course." And then he, he like ended up making it a whole story. Like, there's a Kardashian imposter at Area 51. Yeah. I'm like, "Wait a minute, I didn't give you the rights to that story." <laughs> but I, hey, bad press is good press. So we went with it. So it was awesome. And then the Naruto run, uh, oh, people were Lord. making fun of on Twitter. I did a Naruto run with Elixir, yes. who is a YouTube star, over a hundred thousand uh, subscribers. Yeah. Yes. So that got like, you know a half a million views or whatever and people were making fun of my Naruto run which is perfect and during the filming so you are so good knowing what's going to go viral or you just like knowing what's going to be good TV and so when Sarah was like age hold this phone record me doing Naruto run I was like the fuck ain't nobody want to see this shit oh, like, I know I know she knew and it's so funny that it really went viral <laughs> on Twitter on on the Hey for Age page and uh of course it was it was Elixir who then like went behind a live shot. He of went the, even of more viral. More yeah, viral. yeah. He went like worldwide viral. But I got to tell you, you were the front runner of that whole entire Naruto campaign because none of the newscasters, they all saw you recording him and they're like, oh shit, we got to get a story. Come here. Like they all started following you. It was so funny to watch. Like seriously, everybody wanted to get the Naruto kit. And this Elixir kid is 16 years old. I'm like, where are your parents? He just is like, I just, I just come out here and I do crazy stories. 
We thought we were being pranked by Elixir. So Elixir has a YouTube page. How would you describe his YouTube page? Because it's just, I don't know. I guess it's just following Elixir's life, right? Yeah, he does a lot of uh, sneaking into videos, like sneaking into VidCon, sneaking into Comic-Con, like fun stuff okay. like that, uh, how to build an online business. He, I would I would describe him as a little bit like a 16-year-old knowledgeable nerd who does like the Comic-Cons and the comic books and the and he, the, the anime for sure. And he's lovely. You know, he's a pioneer for people with lisps because he has one, right? Okay, which is which I'm not making fun of. Like it's a full oh, you're lisp. Not? Okay. But it was so, I was like, is he pranking us? Because he's like, it's Elixir here. And... I am trying to do a story on Naruto. And it was like all over the place. We were like, I was like, wait a minute. Are we oh. getting punked? Like punked? Didn't we? We were like, okay, where are you guys from? And they were well, like, the funny we're thing from is- uh, And then I was like, okay, wait. Well, first he was like, I'm an alien and we're from outer space. We're from the planet Uranus. But the funny thing was, it's all these YouTubers that just like came together. They have this yes. like common ground of YouTube. And so they all like approached us and they are they don't know each other. And one of them, Elixir, was like, I've known him. We did mind telepathy and we told each other to clap. Like it was. It, I know. I'm like, I can't make this stuff up, you guys. Spare me this bullshit. OK, I've been around the block. I know this crab. So they just had a bunch of just imagine like the weirdest hodgepodge of YouTubers, like all storming Area 51. That's what it was. It was the weirdest. Everybody there was filming a documentary. There was a thousand documentaries. We haven't seen one red cent, but I'll tell you guys when it gets picked up by Hulu or Netflix, and that's when it's really going to happen (laughs) for us. They're going to edit us and make us look so... We're going to look like Elixir. Yeah, yeah, they they will. I bet we'll have a lisp, too. And it's funny when they... It's from the podcast and... Oh, we're in the desert. Well, when they give you the papers to sign, like you basically sign your life away. And you're like, the woman's just like, just sign. I signed one. I was like, oh, really? That you work here. Yes, thank you. I was like, that literally means nothing. And they try to rush you along to sign it. But if you read it, it's like, we will, you know, it's the, we it's the, the right to use everything. everything. We have the right to take your blood. We have yeah. the right to use your <laughs> DNA. We have the right to reproduce your DNA. We have like, the right to completely change everything you're saying and make you look like a complete ass. That's what I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm, I was kind of like, should we have done that other? Yet we signed. I think we were good, though. We I'm, didn't really say anything. No, no. I mean, the only crazy interview we did, because we really could have gone viral, the two of us in our costumes. But Sarah was like, we need to like make out with each other or like lick each other. And I was like, mm, I don't know that I really want to be a part of that. And so during the Telemundo, she's like, oh, this isn't going anywhere. Like none of my family is Spanish. I'm like, well, mine is. And they will be watching this interview and they will see Sarah Frazier licking literally <laughs> during the interview. She's licking my shoulder. She's like, <laughs> So I told her this. I told AJ that our we should prank television stations because it was so much media and that we should go as lesbian aliens, really. And then we should say that, like, basically people have it wrong, that you don't get probed and you don't get abducted. But in, in fact, when uh, aliens want to steal your power, they basically tongue wrestle. And then AJ and I would, like, beat up our tongues together, like, like, and then we would just, like, do that. <laughs> And, you know, I wish I had, like, no reparations with family or anything, but I think I would be ripped a new asshole. I would be kicked out of the family. Uh, The two sombreros that they're going to leave me would be no longer mine in my will. And it would be over for me. Now, Here's the thing. If we started making out or even tongue wrestling or whatever on local news, the reporters would have no idea what to do. do. And they would be like, oh, uh, okay, uh, uh, Jim and Sharon, back to you in studio. Uh, As you can see, things are uh, heating up out here at Area 51. Like, they never know what to do the minute you go off script. So that like is if so true. If we were lesbian aliens, like that yeah. would have gotten them 
Oh, we would have been so viral. We would have been so viral. But the thing is, uh, you have to choose what you want to be viral over. And if mine is just a hot costume, like these hot aliens, like that's all I want it to be known for is just wearing slutty costumes <laughs> in the desert. It is fucking dusty. If that's my one complaint, it's dusty. The only thing I wanted Very to do dusty, was yeah. drink water and put some lotion on my ashy elbows and knees. That's all. That's all I wanted to do the entire time we were out in... in Fucking Nevada. Well, it definitely had some moments like Firefest. The stage was a little low end. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We did see that. Yeah. The day of, they were still building. Law enforcement was awesome. But I do have to shout out, I think Connie, the woman Connie West, who owns Little Alien, who ended up going through with it and putting it on, she deserves so much credit. I think Maddie Roberts is an absolute like hack. Like, fuck Maddie Roberts. I can't believe that he like, left. Yeah, he went to why Vegas. Why would you leave? No one came. Did anyone even cover that party in Vegas? No one even cared about that party in Vegas. That's like, so insane. Everybody really, was in the desert. Yeah, I really saw no no coverage. And he's lame. Well, who? Well, they had a bunch of performers supposedly in Vegas, but I never saw that. Like a week before the event, Maddie decided to pull out, citing he thought a humanitarian crisis. There was no humanitarian crisis. People brought their own campers, their own food. Everybody was well prepared. There were lots of places to eat. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. Maddie, lame. Lame-o stamo. So now, who are one of your, like, Favorite people we interviewed. We got a couple of wackos. Well, we we should play. We should play. We we talked to a paranormal attorney who alleges that he represents people who UFOs and things uh, land in your yard, or if you have proprietary uh, UFO knowledge. Let's play a clip of him. Michael was his name from Oregon. He is a legit attorney. Michael, Michael, the attorney, and I couldn't follow a lick that he was saying. Did Not you? A, no. I, they I call me the paranormal lawyer nowadays because I've nowadays. been into this so long, literally. And literally. How, what's a paranormal lawyer do? Well, literally, I've been, uh, you know, representing ufologists for over 30 years. Uh, what Peter is a ufologist? National UFO Reporting Center, okay. uh, the NARCAP agency, which is the pilot reporting agency for uh, pilots of military and commercial airliners who see uh, UFOs. And why do they need legal representation? Well, many of them are setting up their legal entities anyway. They might be not profits, you know, those kinds of things. So it's basically the legal stuff that normal organizations would need. But every once in a while, for instance, Peter Davenport, I helped him purchase an abandoned Nike missile site in eastern Washington <laughs> where he has his database now. So there's all sorts <laughs> of strange things that come up periodically. Let's go sky. What is it? Let's go sky squatching. Oh, my God. Here's sky Michael Skatchen. Hall. OK, Michael That's Hall. That's a different was... one. Cosmic tumbleweeds. That's about what we saw out there. Cosmic tumbleweeds. Oh, my God. This is... Who are these people? <laughs> oh I think these are his God. guests or uh, things on the radio show. He also has a <laughs> YouTube channel. Uh, but this is really... This YouTube. is the guy that we were looking at. So that's the guy we were looking at. I love the Peter Pan hat. Like, yeah, what I mean, is that? What in God's name? You guys, it was as wacky as you could imagine. All right. Like, it, like if you guys are thinking to yourself that there were a bunch of nut jobs out there, you are 1000% correct. Like, it was the most epic group of individuals. I loved, who was the 13-year-old rapper? Her name is Premier, P-R-Y-M-R-R. She was awesome. Primer, which actually Primer. is just smelled Primer. Primer. <laughs> but her mom was like, her name is Premier. It's P-R-Y-M-R-R. I was like, why the two R's? Why the W? Why, why the Y? I don't. She Crazy. was she was a total treat. I mean, oh my god, these kids like all skip school to be at Area Fifty One. No one's in school. That's what we learned. That's honestly what elixir, elixir. All these young young YouTubers. I'm like, where are your where are your families? Where what happens if you're not safe out here? Like nobody cares. Premier, she'd obviously taken off school to be able to perform. 
13 years old and Maddie actually disinvited her from the Las Vegas. He's like, no, I, I really don't have uh, have the connections over there. So you're going to still have to perform at, uh, oh, at Rachel. Right. Maddie, uh, yeah, yeah, Maddie um, Roberts, who initially started the Facebook uh, page that went viral. We also had heard from a local um, Vegas news outlet that the party that Maddie hosted in Vegas had been going, like that had been planned for months in the works. So they just like attached his name to it, but that was it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That was what the Vegas reporter told us. He was like, yeah, it's not even a, that wasn't even an alien stock thing. They had been going and then they just like latched Maddie's name to it. And no one went to that. Is this premiere? Is this premiere? Oh, she is really pretty. But yeah, she's 13. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, 13. Um, her mom was completely Chris Jenner. It was epic. It was so funny. She actually interviewed us for her YouTube channel. I was like, wow. Uh, oh, yeah, we made her YouTube channel. That's we right. Did. Yeah, we did. Um, that was fun. It, it was amazing. Did you see, too, where the the uh, U.S. Department of Defense put out a, uh, a tweet that they then retracted where they said that they were going to bomb all of us, that they weren't above bombing all the millennials? Oh, yeah, and then they apologized yeah. for it. They were like, wait a minute, uh, sorry to scare you. I'm like, yeah, that's a little alarming. Who would do that? Who? <laughs> and everybody was so respectful in the desert. I have to agree. There really wasn't much. And then if you really went at the 3 a.m. storming, it's just a bunch of elixirs, uh, Naruto running, and they're talking to the guards, and uh, yeah. there was no real danger. There were sonic booms that we heard. There were sonic booms. Apparently, they had some scheduled testing of stuff, which, you know, were not aliens. I don't believe in aliens, and I believe in less in aliens now. Do you? Completely. <laughs> we anything. A, look, we talked to this old fart that like was there with his truck and he was yeah, like, he refused to be interviewed. I worked on uh, Area 51 when it was being built and the only extraterrestrial activity that was going on is I walked in one time and there were these Air Force and Navy engineers. And they were all sitting around watching porn together. And you know what? Like, it took oh, him an okay. hour to get to that conclusion. <laughs> he told us the entire history of America. And then at the end of it, he's like, only aliens I saw were super generals watching porn. I'm like, oh, is that that's the that's that, the that end of the story? It? That was it? Sir. I know. Sir. I thought he was going to say there was like a little green man there Thank that you. they were experimenting on. Thank something. You. Something. I was like, I two just sat here to, for two hours to hear that. Uh, actually insane. Uh, so, yeah, the whole entire trip was just a whole adventure. I mean, we ate shit for probably a week straight. <laughs> we really did. We had the best time, though. We really did. It was so much fun. One for the books. Our trip back from Vegas was quite the adventure. Oh, it was so worth it. I can't wait. What should be our next trip? Well, we were talking about BravoCon, which is totally up our valley. Like, I, I think we should actually, go to BravoCon, yeah. I'm tired of the weird and the... Uh, I, I, can, I can only talk... You know what I mean? Like, you can only talk like that for so long until you actually are like, I can't keep this act up anymore. I am not. I don't believe in aliens. I can't even pretend like I do. And so to talk to these people and be like, yes, and ask them questions about something you genuinely just don't have any input. It, it, like, it is exhausting. It was work. There's no doubt. It For was sure. It, it, there definitely were moments. But I am always fascinated by people like that live that live out there. And that's their life. Oh you know God, what I mean? Yeah. And all the locals were completely terrified that we were going to just like raid and loot their house. I was like, sir, I've got news for you. I don't really want to raid your trailer. You know, that I think was the most surprising. I was like, sir, they've closed a little alien because she has a bunch of dollar bills on the bar. I'm like, listen, we don't want your written up, tore down (laughs) dollar bills. I mean, what are we going to storm here in this trailer? Four tumbleweeds and a rattlesnake? <laughs> like, I mean, we're all set. We don't need a thing. We don't need a damn thing. We were told they're going to be cows, tarantulas. Didn't see anything. Nothing. There was nothing. You saw one coyote. Yeah. 
I mean, honest to God. And the most action was they just kept spraying down the dart. Like, it was just like, <laughs> we saw one coyote at night. Well, we saw a, um, a twister, but it was one of the dust twisters. Yes, I've you never were seen... like blown away by that. You were like, guys, guys. Well, mid-documentary filming, I was like, I'm sorry, um, hell, is no one seeing the twister? We're all going to die. The Get rest in the of cars. us were like, all right, keep Nobody rolling, Tate. <laughs> we're like, keep your mics on. I'm like, we're all going to die. Cut. I, has anyone ever, I've never seen one of those before. It's a dust twister. Oh, God, it was no? epic. You've never seen one? Would you be scared? Well, Sarah over here wasn't even phased. It wasn't like, uh, you guys, it was up in the sky. It was probably like at least 150 feet. Actually, no, that's little. It was a thousand feet. It was huge as crap. It was just a dust storm. I mean, if you're out in the desert, you can just know. You just get dusty. Looked like the movie Twister, and I thought we were going to get picked up with a bunch of cows, and I was like, we better get into this Range Rover right here. We got to go. We got to drive out of here. Like, this is, no one's freaking out. I literally thought I was in, you that know. That was one of the production teams. Oh, my one God. One of the production teams. Yeah. No, I was so scared. I thought that was the end. I was like, this is how I die in middle of nowhere, Tumbleweed, Nevada, with a duster buster. Well, it could not have been more epic. And you guys, thank you for following along. You can continue to. It's Andrea Lopez Comedy on Instagram, on all social media accounts. It's at HeyFrage. We had a blast. The alien costumes were a huge hit. It could not have been better. It really could not. What a time to be alive. To report (laughs) on alien stock. Everybody, Everyone is oddly fascinated, though. Everyone was no, very fascinated. Everyone so wants to know what is being held in Area 51. And there's nothing. It's a bunch of pots and it's a few all... planes. I tell you right now. You want to know what it is? It's a Everybody few pots rattling around. around. A bunch of pots. No, we, yeah. we really got to the bottom of it. The, no fucking the memes of Area 51 are the best. It's like, stormed Area 51, and all I found were the, the lost files of the X-Files. <laughs> like, like the most useless things. A list of things that rhymes with orange. That's what's being held in Area 51. <laughs> the best. It was so good. So anyway, if you have any questions, you can always uh, hop on our YouTube and leave them and we'll answer them. So if you have any of those. Um, I want to, we got a f- couple of commercials, a couple of sponsors I want to thank. Rothy's is doing something they've never done before. Now through August 1st, 2021, you can get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash phrase. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash phrase. Phrase, this is unprecedented, you guys. This is because of you and the support that you do for this show. Okay, Rothy's has been a longtime sponsor. Start summer off on the right foot with comfortable bestsellers like flats, loafers, and sneakers from Rothy's. With sandals and array of colors to shoes made for exploring, their newest styles have you covered. Plus, their spacious, washable bags are perfect for summer getaways. Also, I own the loafers in the olive camo. They are so comfortable. Zero break in time. I absolutely love them, and they go with so much. Rothy's newly launched men's shoes are intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail and created with nearly zero waste. Rothy's men's shoes are durable, washable, and better for the planet. Plus, rigorously testing during R&D results in a perfect fit, wash after wash. Thank you. Okay, find out why Pop Sugar named Rothy's one of the most comfortable and cute flats you'll never tire of wearing. Here we go. This is huge for you guys. To help you welcome summer in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with you for a limited time, the Sarah Fraser Show listeners. Now through August 1st, 2021, you get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash phrase. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash phrase. Trust us. You don't want to miss this. Head to rothys.com slash phrase to find your new favorites today. Uh, did anyone hear about this story? I didn't even know this. Apparently, there is Tiger Truck Stop in Louisiana where they have like 
actual pets like they have a zoo at a truck stop. And the headline this morning is the camel did nothing wrong. Woman bites creature in his private area at truck stop zoo, police say. This is insane. Casper the camel was minding his own business inside this enclosure at the Tiger truck stop. Oh, my God. If you've been there, will you hit us up? When suddenly a pair of unwanted visitors commanded his attention. So Casper is the largest resident at the zoo and is accustomed to having visitors all day as truckers pull off the Interstate 10 west of Baton Rouge to see the exotic creatures. At this peculiar roadside attraction, they've long drawn animal rights groups as well who want to shut it down. But on Wednesday, um, they broke into a couple broke into Casper's pen, causing the 600 pound white camel to panic. And a Mad Lib style series of unfortunate events unfolded, according to authorities. It was, quote, crazy, Pamela Bossier says. She's the manager of the truck stop there. Uh, Bossier watched it all unfold on security camera. And she says the problem arose when a man began tossing treats inside Casper's enclosure, leading his and his wife's dog to hop the fence and go in after them. Then the camel began to kind of go after the dog and became scared. So the woman decided to jump in the pen along with her husband to try to distract Casper while they saved the dog. But it didn't end pleasantly. In fact, after the man started swatting at Casper, he eventually got close to the woman, pinned her to the side, and then started to sit on her. In a moment of desperation, the woman apparently looked up and bit Casper's testicles. (laughs) What? What? Is this happening in real life? We all have weird fetishes. You love these weird animal stories. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero.
Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. What has to happen? I mean, what I love about moments like this in Area 51 are the circumstances, the circumstances that have to come together to get all these, to get this story to get to happen. these people. Okay, first of all, these fucking morons throw animal treats in there. Their dog jumps in. Then they, they have the genius idea to not go inside and say, oh my God, we're really sorry. Our dog is in the enclosure. Can you get like someone here at the pet zoo to help? No, they decide to jump in. Then they decide to swat at the camel who then pins the woman and sits on her. And then she thinks to bite his testicles. Like, what? What? She she was about to die. In dire circumstances, you just got to bite those balls. Are people not blown away by the people in this country? I mean, honest to God, we have the craziest people here. I think people would rather just like try to avoid getting in trouble. Like, I feel like she was afraid of like what they would do or like they would like charge them a huge fee because their dog is inside. Instead of just going up and being rational and being like, look, my dog's inside. Can you go get it? Instead, she's like, no, I'm going to do this myself. Well, police (laughs) revealed on Sunday that the couple that they ruled that the camel did no wrongdoing. And the couple cannot sue after investigating this freak accident. Why would they sue? They literally did this to themselves. Right. Criminal trespassing. They could be charged with it and not having their dog on a leash. Oh, my God. This story is crazy. How have I not been here to Baton Rouge? There's our next trip. Let's go podcast from this truck stop zoo, okay? Like, like there's so many things wrong with that. These poor animals. People I think they were so bored. Too. They're like, how do we make our life a little bit more interesting? Let's add a petting zoo to this <laughs> truck stop. 
How amusing though, right? I mean, oh my That'd God. That'd be an exciting day. Did just you, a regular Tuesday. When you were little, like, were there ever any like little like hodgepodge zoos around like DC? There probably wasn't or out in Virginia. But like when I grew up, there were there were like little hodgepodge zoos like before PETA, before there were animal oh, rights. Right. So oh, we would just yeah. be on people's lands. Like, hey, yes. come and see our zoo. They'd be like, come see our tiger. Yeah. And pay $5. And then, you know, our excitement on Friday nights was we would go to the dump and feed the bears. Like oh, that you did was, tell that story, which is so bear Bear dumps? Yeah, and like people get out on their car. Yeah, no kidding. Like we all could have been eaten as a family. We would get out on the hood of our car, get an ice cream, and then we would watch the bears like tear open new trash. Like that's what we would do. (laughs) I am never moving to Maine. That was your Friday night. That was our Friday night. I mean, ice like cream epic. sounds great, but I know, like, and we'd ride we'd over watch. to New Hampshire, and there was this really sad, like, pop up zoo that was there, and they had like a panther, like, they had all the, and we used to like love it, and like literally these animals, where um, it was so terrible. Now so, we we hung out at the National <laughs> Zoo in DC, <laughs> saw the best of the best, the cream of the crop, since I was five. Oh my god! Oh my god! insane yeah i don't uh can you give me something else besides this um you didn't give me a lot to work with there you're like this viral story a woman latches on to a camel's balls i was so enthralled by that okay well how about this how do you feel like a child that's six months old in the mom's room tests positive for meth when she's never done meth who done it this is a who done done it okay this is like one of those you know uh where they go okay so, if a dad has four grandkids, but yes, only two yes. are his sons, and one is a nephew, how is it that he's a grandfather to five? You know what I mean? It's I was one never of those good riddles. at those. Yeah, I was never Me good neither. at those. I'm like, uh, I don't, uh, no, I don't know. And the a- answer a- is B- always C. like, Aunt, he's not a grandfather. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, this is a trick question. He's the uncle to two of the dads. <laughs> like, it's always, I hate all that shit. I was never good at those. This is another crazy story. So, uh, my suggestion was that she had eaten something that had like a weird trace of it. What, a bad taco or whatever? Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I eat some questionable food. Some old chicken salad, uh, in the, you know, it expired. Well, you, have a, you had that rough margarita at Area 51. That was like a gallon, but that looked really bad. Okay, you know I was desperado when I head on over to the margarita truck, which looks like they just set up, and it was a mother... Uh, it, it was a whole they were family. So sweet, yeah, they were, they were sweet, so but their sweet, margaritas were terrible. But it was like everybody on deck. Like they, this was like their big month sellout. They're like, we got all the kids on deck. We're here, ready to sell margaritas. I was like, give me a large. I'm sober as balls. I get it. I'm like, you know, in the first taste of it, and it just it's one of those frozen ones. So I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my god, yes, I need so much alcohol. And because uh, we've been pretty much sober the whole trip, I wanted to respect you. You're trying to get pregnant, which was and- so sweet. You did not. You could have totally gotten hammered. I didn't care. What was I supposed to, and then run into the the hotel room we're sharing, like, oh, hey, Sarah, you want to smoke a dupe? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, I wanted to be quiet. No, I'm abstaining for my chances of getting pregnant. Yeah, so I was trying to be good. But we after a long day, we saw the margarita truck. I was like, let's go get a frozen margarita. Well, let me just tell you, the mix has been in that truck probably um, circa, I don't know, 1984. It was tasting a little dusty rust. But as more, as I drank it more, it tasted better and better. Got better. It did get better. Yeah. Well, it w- did, it's not something this woman ingested. It's in Missouri. And Alicia Hessel is her name. Um, she's been doing everything right. And she was trying to conceive for three years. She's now six months pregnant. And just a couple of weeks ago, this whole story unfolded. She found out that she and her husband had been living in a former meth house. And that was never disclosed to them through their attorney. Yes. Oh, they're they, going to get a big payout. They've li- literally been breathing in meth from the cabinets, the rug, everything. Isn't this insane? This was a meth lab? The house was a meth lab in the basement. Like Breaking Bad. Never disclosed to them. 
Um, they knew that every house had a history, but after uh, they tested positive for their unborn baby to have meth and uh, the like, Department of Human and uh, Child Services was being called on them, they finally asked their neighbors how it would be possible that they could be testing for meth. They, they have no record. They never did drugs. Finally, neighbors did disclose that at one point, the people that owned the house back in 2013 ran a meth lab. Now they had to move out of the house. They're currently suing, and it takes $100,000 to have basically like a company come in and completely clean the home of any meth, which is what the house is valued at. Where do they, Where is this? Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Yeah, so the housing value is yes, very not low. in their favor. Well, here's the thing. They, they Why wouldn't they just move? And uh, and not not sell the house, but kind of just sue. And I know the lawyer costs are probably really, really high, but I would never move back in there. And I'm not cleaning that. I'm not cleaning the carpets. Uh, I agree. Her blood tests have been uh, clean lately as they've had to move out. They're now looking to raise $100,000 as well as try to cash in their insurance and get rid of the home. If you they have a GoFundMe. What would you do in this situation as someone who's trying to get pregnant? You've waited your whole life to have this pregnancy happen. And you find out your baby has meth in it. You're like, I've kept a clean bill of health this entire time. I've eaten I granola. I scared to death. I don't know because then, it, like, well, it's small it traces. Same... I don't. Yeah, right. That's what I would be concerned. Is it the same level of, like, giving birth to a child who's an addict? I don't know. I don't think so. I think because this is an early stage, right? So it has a lot more development to do. Yeah. Isn't that bananas, though? Like, how just like ingesting that, breathing it in. Crazy. They would have to contact who sold them the house. I would just try to find everything, go into a full... Sarah the Sleuth, you need to head on over to Missouri and figure out, pick up the case for them, Sarah. Something's fishy here, everybody. Something's fishy here. I'll get you looking. Uh, Also, I want to do, you know, in popping today, I think we'll have Dr. Clark on first, but um, were you blown away? You love Queer Eye. And so did Jonathan Van Ness coming out over the weekend as HIV positive. Were you shocked? I wasn't shocked because more and more people are coming out about it. I was shocked that he actually kept it in so long, seeing as he's like one of the most open of the cast members. I think he's so transparent with his like whole past and coming out. And he, you know, he struggled with his self-identity for so long. You think he, he, his main objective now is just to help people. I think. And he's been such a pioneer for that, like just in the LGBT community, but also with like people even just like me that I just feel like he just is all about being yourself. And so I think this was a really big. He explained that it was really hard for him because there was a lot of past trauma. I can imagine. He's he's what, 33 now? HIV positive since 25. In his but, new book, he's revealed. That's, that's right. Wow. I can't wait to read that. I mean, now they're all coming out with books, you know, Karama Brown and then right, you know, right. Anthony and all of them. But, well, Anthony. it's a great platform. Anthony. Your name is Anthony. I'm just kidding. It actually <laughs> is Anthony. It actually is Anthony. You're really an Anthony, but we'll call you Anthony. Now, he's sure. another hot one that has a minor, minor lisp. Speaking of lisps with Elixir. Now, Elixir's is full blown. <laughs> And I didn't bring it up. Sarah did. Okay, so don't come after me. I don't mind a list, but I just felt like Elixir was probably trying to prank us. That's why I was just... Do you? Okay. Yeah, well, it he was pranked a little all the too much. Too. Exactly, exactly. And I was a right call. I knew what he was up to. That's why I was like, record this. Okay, record this Naruto this. run. We're it's going to go big. Uh, let's get Dr. Clark oh, yeah. in here. Because we, we've partnered with Nova Health all month long. Um, and September is Act on Addiction. Uh, that is the campaign. ActonAddictionNow.org is their website. The, so the whole mission of Act on Addiction, and um, September is Addiction Awareness Month, is to help you raise awareness for someone in your family that is battling addiction, whether it's alcohol, drugs, um, or if you're a family member and you need support, Act on Addiction helps for that too. So Dr. Clark is here with us today, which we are honored to have you here. Hi, Dr. Clark. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Well, I'm so great. How are you? 
Excellent. We're going to have you get really close to this mic. All right. Perfect. Um, so, Dr. Cluck, talk to us a little bit about um, Act on Addiction, what your mission is, um, how long the organization has, has been there, and just kind of what you guys are doing the month of September, which is all about Addiction Awareness Month. Yes, it is. And it's important to understand that this is still a massive problem that is under-recognized in this country, if not throughout the world. The Joan and Russell uh, hit family have been very generous in Northern Virginia, supporting outreach for addiction education and making families aware of the resources that are available. Yeah. And their $16 million gift to ANOVA has really helped to elevate this to a new level. And so the Act on Addiction campaign is really just the centerpiece and beginning of a larger effort on their part and ANOVA's to reach out to people who are suffering from addiction and those who are feeling the consequences of it. And it is so prevalent. I mean, whether it's alcoholism or, you know, now we hear so much in the news of opioid addiction and painkiller addiction. Um, You know, you've obviously worked in this field for for many, many years. What do you think is fueling um, so many people dealing with addictions? I think this is a combination of a number of factors. I think within the realm of our society, people use substances for a whole variety of reasons. Um, no one chooses to become an addict. Mm. What they don't realize is that these substances have insidious effects on brain chemistry, and the consequences that they cause to individuals are oftentimes not noticed until it's too late. At that point, the person is now going through the various signs of addiction, like craving and feeling a compulsion to use that substance, They become less and less aware of the consequences of the substance and ultimately lose control of their own behavior and their ability to recognize just what's happening to them. And so they are subject to tremendous stigma because people think that somehow this is a choice. Yes. And yet it is a choice that has turned into a disorder. And I think people see it as a weakness, you know, as why can't you, you know, why can't you stop? Or or, or if this is so destructive and destructive in your life as, as, you know, we know addiction is, it's sort of like, why can't you stop? You know, um, and it obviously goes much, much deeper than that. How, you know, I feel like I've read over the years that there's more and more testing to try to almost identify genes in, in humans um, that can tell if you're going to be an addict. Is that true? And and how advanced is that or not? Well, not really. And yeah. it's not really ready for prime time at this point. We hope that genetics will hold the key to treatment or recognition of people at risk. And while it's clear that there are genetic risk factors and that these illnesses run in families and through genetic profiles, we don't have the key yet to determine or predict with certainty who will develop these problems Mm. or how to prevent them from occurring. That being said, genetics oftentimes will offer insight into who will respond to certain types of medication treatments and who might be more susceptible to certain drug effects. Uh, But this is not really what we need to pin our hopes on right now. I think that the whole point of the Act of Addiction campaign is really to raise awareness to say these are still problems and they are unrecognized. 
And while there might be things on the horizon, there are things that we can do now. There are resources now. There are treatments now that are, in fact, very effective. And we want to get people access to that information. Okay. And what are some of those treatments? Can you talk to us more about specifics? Sure. I think there are a variety of treatment modalities that exist to help people. There, some are medications. Um, For example, people that are suffering from opioid use disorders can take medications that block the effect of opioids, like naloxone. They can take other medicines that are similar to opioid agonist activities, such as methadone or buprenorphine, that compete for what people might be taking and therefore block the effect and eliminate withdrawal symptoms that the person might experience. Okay. And yet there are other non-medication therapies as well that are important to recognize. Just having a support system and just having a mechanism by which to reach out to someone and say, I'm struggling with this and I need some help or some support to resist it is helpful. Right. Similarly, more focused and developed specific psychotherapies, whether individual or group-based, bring people into contact with experts, uh, with other patients that have gone through this. And in fact, one of the things that we're doing now is putting peer recovery specialists, people who have been through addiction are now in recovery, into the emergency departments to meet with patients who have undergone an adverse outcome of their drug use, like an overdose, Mm. uh, so that someone can meet them where they are and talk about, I've been where you are, there is hope, this is not a hopeless, pessimistic situation, don't give up, make an attempt to get treatment. Now, does Act on Addiction focus mostly on opioid, um, heroin, uh, narcotic addiction, uh, more so than alcohol, or if someone is battling alcohol, can they come see you guys as well? Oh, absolutely. Any substance is for discussion. And the important thing to remember is that while opioids are in the news right now, and Mm. for very good reason, we still have 20% of this population that is using tobacco and its products. Uh, We still have a large number of people who abuse alcohol and binge drink. Uh, And these are substances that are readily available to people uh, because they're prescribed, because they can be purchased, because they are. Yeah, they're so easily available. Yeah. Tobacco and alcohol. Right. Get everywhere. Yeah. And many folks uh, have access to other substances that they share with friends or make available to other individuals. And so we have to think about the fact that we are really awash in substances that can ultimately cause us considerable consequences. Yes. Um, I, I could, this is just so fascinating to me because it affects so many people. Um, and I, I know you, as a doctor, you work in this field, so you, you deal with patients all the time who are battling addictions and then their families. What do you say to a lot of people listening to this podcast um, have reached out to us over the years, and I've been very open. My, my brother is eight years sober, so stopped drinking eight years ago and, and has had a lot of success in being in a, in a group program, and you know that's worked very well for him. What do you say to people, though? I think a lot of people get very discouraged 
marriage with a loved one who they have um, been through, you know, rehabs maybe several times. They've tried to get help for. Um, so how do you handle that? If someone's kind of feeling very much despair, why should they turn to act on addiction? I think it's important for people to rem- remember that no one stops using substances without trying to stop using substances. Mm. And relapse prevention is really the foundation for any substance use treatment program. It is expected that people will have trouble doing this. If they didn't have trouble, they would have stopped and not been in this problem to begin with. So it is important to recognize that it's a disorder, no matter how purposeful or how personal it looks to the family members or other people that are affected by it. But in fact, it is someone who has really lost control. They are ill. They, They are not able to help themselves, which is why we need to be able to provide them with that support and assistance. So giving somebody the opportunity to enter into treatment and to discuss that as an option is the first step. But the main step is to prepare for when that person relapses because they more than likely will. Wow. And that is not a failing. That is not a moral judgment. That is not pessimism. That is just what happens in the disorder. If you have asthma, it's expected you're going to have an asthma attack at some time in the future. Yeah. Wow, that's a good way to look at it. We don't look at it that way. No. You know, just you saying that, I'm like... I don't think of it that way. You know, you think of a relapse as a, yeah, like a weakness or why are you going back? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So if you have that plan in place in the same way that you think about asthma, you have your inhaler, you know where the ER is, you know what medications you need to take uh, on a regular basis to keep your asthma under check. Uh, These now are the same principles that come into play for substance use disorders. So um, to get started, whether you're a loved one that is looking for a resource or if you yourself are listening or watching this show today and you feel like this is you, that you're ready to to take step one, actonaddictionnow.org is the website. So when people go there, how do they initially start? Is it calling you? Is it an email? Is it a submission online? Yeah, it really is access to education, resources, and other testimonials that people have been through similar problems. So we want people to understand that there are a variety of programs in this area. People do not have to travel a thousand miles away in order to get treatment. Uh, There are different types of treatment, and we think that people need to understand that. And there are different intensities of treatment. So, for example, you might enter into a hospital-based program for a detoxification from a particular substance like alcohol or opioids. But you might not. You might go into a residential program. You might go into a intensive outpatient program. All of those different levels of care are somewhat confusing to people. Yeah, right. It, it's, Which... it's hard to access health care in this country. Yeah. Uh, it's its own lexicon uh, and its own morass of regulations and insurance and different services. So we're trying to simplify this to give people access to that at information so they can get access to treatment. Uh, There are resources and other links on the website because many agencies are interested in this and trying to facilitate these kinds of connections. 
It's not a competition. We should be collaborating, and we should be making these services seamless throughout our country and our region so that people can get help. And I think, too, one last question for you. ActonAddictionNow.org. We've been talking about it all month. We've partnered with you all. Um, And I'm assuming in helping navigate with insurance, you also help people find ways to pay for it. Because I'm sure if you're going into treatment, there's some cost associated with that. And probably some people listening to this are thinking, how am I going to afford this for my loved one? Which you all will help navigate. Absolutely. I mean, nobody should let money be the barrier to getting treatment. Right. There are a variety of ways to offer assistance and to get people access to that care. And we are determined to do that because we really would love to see less people affected by this tragedy. Well, it is such a tragedy and and you see it every day firsthand, but boy, addiction, I mean, it just destroys, you know, there's so many great stories of people who have been sober so many years and find their way out of it and and then help millions of others. And the journey of sobriety is such a great one. And then you also see how devastating addiction is to the person, but then to their family, to their children. I mean, it just... It's very difficult. So I'm so glad to be raising awareness with you guys because people need to, yeah, they need to talk about it. And and I think, too, what's scary is a lot of people are afraid to confront the person, you know, or say anything. And I'm always like, oh, my God, you know, they're doing so much damage to their family. But lots of times people enable, which is always interesting to me. Yeah, I think people are afraid. I think people do not understand what has happened to the person. And I think that they don't really recognize that the person is ill. Right. And therefore, them not intervening is just ignoring a problem that will get worse. And so... 100%. It's not going to get better. Exactly. That's right. So I think that people, if they could step back and recognize that... No one is choosing to do this. No one wants to be suffering from addiction and that they can't find their way out. Right. And so if somebody took a moment to extend their hand or to say, I'm worried about you or have you noticed what this is doing to your life and the people around you? Yeah. Every seed that's planted has an opportunity to germinate, and that's what we want to do is plant as many seeds as possible. Well, Dr. Clark, you're doing amazing, amazing work. So it's just I could talk to you all day because it's it's very, very fascinating. And the journey to sobriety is a great one. So it's such a gift. So thank you for being here. It's actonaddictionnow.org is the website. Um, so we'll be partnering with you guys through the end of the month. Please, please, please reach out to them if you feel you're, you know, if you have a loved one that you feel has an addiction. If you are somebody that you feel like you're in the throes of addiction, such a great cause. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Sarah. I'm happy to be here. You are awesome. Hang right there because we're just end the show with two quick things and then we want to take some pictures. Um, We were talking about Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, who just came out with a biography, who came out and speaking of addiction, basically comes out as well and says that he battled addiction and meth addiction in his early 20s, now is HIV positive. So I was blown away by him sharing, because like you said, AJ, he's so open. He's so open. I think it was kind of the announcement of his book and the whole memoir, but uh, yeah, I think he's going to help a lot of people. He came out that he had a sex and a, and, um, 
and drug addiction. And uh, yeah, he's just so open. He's a great person and a great spokesperson for, I think, this whole entire campaign. Are you buying the book? I now I'm I buying buy the book. book. Buy it on Amazon right I now. Pre-order it. I want to go, it. <laughs> I it's go get the book. Out, um, last thing, too. Uh, Alyssa, our intern, can you pass me the phone? We had this really sweet message of someone who just discovered the podcast that I wanted to read to you guys. And she's was a it big... From, was it from our, uh, our LA trip? Our alien stock? Or this is just totally random? Oh, maybe she started listening to us. From, from the L.A. trip. Uh, Kamor 3 is her name. She says, Hey, Sarah and AJ. I just wanted to say you all are the best. I'm a longtime listener of Hot 99.5 when Sarah was on. I remember waking up uh, to you when I was in middle and high school. Oh, great. Hashtag same. Um, to 99.5 every freaking morning and loving it. Um, and now I'm 27. Anyways, I wanted to say that I recently changed jobs and now commute out to Stafford from the Arlington area and have gotten to, into listening to the Hayfresh podcast. And it's been a game changer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I laugh the entire way and just love it. Two weeks ago, I was in a car accident on 495, have been in a rental and couldn't get the podcast to play in the car. It was awful in capitals. Yeah, I was going to say that you, you guys had me laughing that I got it like I was distracted and couldn't drive. Uh, today I was finally able to listen again and let me tell you it's the best keep doing what you're doing you all are awesome and thank you for making my uh, me continuously laugh during my morning commute so you're so welcome and by the way she's okay means so much okay, good. So, yeah. I, I was like Minor laughing thing. and, yeah, then yeah, like, I know. and like, I got into a car accident yeah like <laughs> Because screeching. And we're just like, oh, great. Tell us more about how much you yes. love the show. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. That's seriously what we do. Why we do it. We yes. want you to have enjoyment. And uh, yeah, All I automatically is- feel better. <laughs> All is well. All is well. Yes. Uh, anyway, you guys, uh, be sure to share the podcast. Uh, the show is up on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere podcasts are distributed. And tell somebody who's never heard about the Hey Fresh podcast about the show. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye.